0: that awaken your desire to live by your highest self, becoming all you were created to be. I am your friend and host, Perla Hernandez, partnering up with the Holy Spirit to provide discipleship to women through personal experiences and biblical wisdom. I am a sinner saved by grace, filled with the Holy Spirit, stepping into purpose by faith as I proclaim the gospel by sharing the good news. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming My Voice with yours truly, Perla Hernandez. I hope you are having a beautiful week full of precious moments. We kick this month off with Hope 30. To build transformative character. To become a promise keeper to ourselves. Proving that our word has value. To be consistent and show up for ourselves. If you haven't joined, start today. I am literally telling you, this is changing my life. Stop putting yourself in the back burner and challenge yourself. You will learn more about yourself and see how capable you are as you test your ability and build a closer intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit as you discover the strength he gives you when you rely on him instead of your own efforts. I can tell you firsthand I can admit of all Always relying on myself only to fail as I didn't believe in myself. But we have God who chooses us and believes we are capable as He's given us potential tools and resources. We can go to God for strength and reassurance always. So get started and let's grow together. We also have a group chat for those that need encouragement and accountability. It's on Telegram. I will link this in the show notes to join. Now, for today's episode, we will be discussing hope, as hope is the root for faithfulness. Last week, when my emotions were all over the place, and I was constantly under attack from the enemy. God is so gracious, so loving, and he led me to Daniel 6, which is the story of Daniel in the lion's den. Growing up, I was told about how Daniel was placed in a den with lions and how God shut the mouth of those lions to keep Daniel alive. I always thought, how incredible and powerful is God to do that? Last week, God wanted me to look at this story through his lens instead of surface level. That's when I began to realize what God was speaking to me was, it all starts with hope, which I was lacking due to my unbelief. Before we jump into it, let's invite the Holy Spirit to lead this discussion. Jesus Heavenly Father and Holy Spirit, I pray this episode will touch the hearts of the listeners under the sound of my voice. May I give godly advice and wisdom, not speak for my own flesh nor my own desires, but instead your truth. Lord, I pray that you supernaturally bless me with knowledge and wisdom. For the woman listening to this episode right now. You know her heart, her struggles, her circumstances, and her entire life is in your hands. May this word draw her closer to your heart as the Holy Spirit leads her into your loving arms. And may every lie from the enemy be exposed as you give clarity to and shed light on hidden trauma and pain that has her bound to limiting beliefs. Allow me to speak healing to better them and help them. I invite you into this podcast, Lord. I pray they would feel more free and more hopeful by the end of this episode. I pray And thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. As we dive into Daniel 6, where Daniel finds himself in the lion's den, we will discover how his unwavering faith can inspire us to face our own challenges with hope. First of all, can you even imagine being thrown today in a den of hungry lions? Talk about a nerve-wracking situation. But that's precisely what happened to Daniel. As he continued to pray to God faithfully, after King Darius established an ordinance that whoever makes petition to any God or man for 30 days, except to the king, he's really truly acting like if he was God here. Anyways, but would be cast into the den of lions, and yet, Daniel's faith remained unshaken. We will explore Daniel's extraordinary story on how his trust in God can inspire us to face our own lion's den with hope and resilience. Last week, I shared with you all how I've had my own shortcomings and created a wedge between God and I, as I felt shame. What I didn't share was how God revealed to me why I was allowing myself to revert back to old habits. See, as I asked God to forgive me, He didn't only forgive me, but he shed light on why I was failing through Daniel's story. Daniel, unlike me, was strong in his faith, placed on God. I, on the other hand, was having unbelief that God wanted me to do this podcast, that I was even capable of impacting women Or helping them through my own experiences and wisdom. I recently went through a friendship breakup. I hadn't realized how hurt I was. As she was in my life for seven years. She decided to end our friendship. I subconsciously reverted as a way to cope with the loss of that friendship. In my mind, I convinced myself. That if I failed at that friendship, I wasn't worthy of having anyone. And that's when my unbelief became bigger as I was feeding it. This all happened so quickly as I didn't take time to process the pain that I needed to. My coping mechanism wasn't the way to heal but a way to distract me from healing that needed to take place and to feel my emotions. I began to take it out on God by questioning my purpose and how I wasn't the one that could help anyone as people were walking out of my life. And that's when God stepped in and told me it was his plan to harden her heart and to end the friendship, as she no longer was a character in my life, and neither was I in hers. I did my part, and I planted the seed. I shared the gospel, but the thing is, I can't be the one to grow that seed. Instead, God wants her to see my journey and growth at a distance because at my table she couldn't grow as she subconsciously compared herself to me god is doing the work in her i believe that whole heart as much as i never saw that friendship ending i knew god uses every situation for good I share this experience because I know many of you have faced or are currently facing similar challenges. It might be a health issue, a broken relationship, financial issues, or a career setback that seems impossible to overcome. In these moments, it's natural to doubt and lose hope, but let me tell you, It's precisely in these moments that God's faithfulness is most evident in our lives. Daniel's faith in God served as an anchor in his life, even when surrounded by fierce lions. I want us to open up our Bible. Let's go into Daniel 6 and I will give you summaries. And in some, I will actually read out the verse. So in verses one to th- one through three, King Darius enters as the new king would sit on Babylon's throne. He also recognizes Daniel's talents and fulfills the fallen king's vain promise to promote Daniel. Daniel's distinguished service is also evidence that he heeded an earlier prophet's instruction to seek. Welfare of the city of his captors. You can actually find this in Jeremiah 29:7, as I had linked both of them as cross-referencing them. See, we are called to bring righteousness, grace, and rule of our heart to all dimensions of our lives. In First Corinthians 10:31, Paul writes, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all all to the glory of God. And in verses four through nine of Daniel, we can read that the high officials and satraps created a plot to destroy Daniel and pure jealousy, as they couldn't find any fault in him because he was so faithful. This same scenario is in today's time against God's children, which is us. Daniel's challenges. Remind us of our need of God's grace at every stage of life. Today's trials are preparation for tomorrow's battles. And I find that verse seven, it goes so unnoticed. The text says all the officials of the king turned against Daniel, not Half of them, but every single one of them. We're talking about the prefects, the satraps, counselors, and the governors. Every single one of them was against him. Can you imagine having every single person against you that's ever been in your life? This is exactly the position that Daniel was in. All because he had an excellent spirit, having wisdom and integrity. Daniel is an old man. He's not even young here. He's facing the jealousy of peers, the arrogance of a king, isolation from his people. And to top it off, he's in a den with lions. Daniel has a lot going on on his plate. In such circumstances, they remind us to trust God on the basis of his character, not on the basis of our circumstances. We can't focus on our mountain and let it crush us. God has been gracious to his people in the past and has promised to be gracious in the future. So that means to us. He doesn't change unlike we do. He is always faithful and we have sufficient reasons to trust on God. And yet, God provides us even more. The central act of divine grace that evokes our trust today is the sending of his own son on our behalf. Now let's jump into verse 10. When Daniel knew that the document had been signed, I want you to see this. He went to his house where he had windows, and his upper chamber opened towards Jerusalem. And what did he do? He got down on his knees and prayed three times a day. And he gave thanks before his God, as he had done previously. What I see here is that when devotion seemed only to promote disaster, Daniel remained prayerfully dependent on the grace of God rather than on his own wisdom or work. He exposed himself where they would see him through the windows running the risk of being found because he fully relied on who? On God. This is what faith in God embodies. Daniel sets the example here for us. Daniel's practice reminds me of Paul's words. In Philippians 4, 6, what does it say? In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We should always bring our challenges and our circumstances to God first and thank Him in advance for all that He is to do. And that's what I needed to do in my situation with my friendship breakup. Instead of relying on myself, what did I do? I have reverted to old habits to cope instead of seeking God's infinite wisdom and trusting Him him spiritual devotion may be risky but knowing that we are depending on the god who saved daniel it makes such risk truly wise and in verses 11 through 13 the high officials find daniel praying to god and they go to the king to go snitch on him on what they had witnessed As they plotted to get Daniel killed in the lion's den. This was their plan all along. In verses 14 through 15, we read that not even the king could change the law of the Medes and Persians that had entrapped Daniel. What could one man do against such overwhelming evil? We can be tempted to believe that because it will make no difference what I do. It does not matter what I do because these are the questions that I was telling myself. These were the things that I was believing that I wasn't worthy enough to sit here and to give you wisdom and to sit here and break down God's word for you. Or even better, to give you any kind of discipleship or advice. But we can't fall into this notion. Daniel teaches us that our duty to God remains even when evil seems immovable. We are to remain faithful to God in the face of overwhelming opposition because we believe in the grace of an overpowering God. In verses 16 through 18, the king had no choice but to cast Daniel into the den of lions according to the law. The king favored Daniel and declared, May your God, whom you serve, continuously deliver you, proceeding with laying a stone and sealing the den. The king went into his palace and spent the night fasting as sleep fled from him. You can read that the king indeed grew fond of Daniel to fast as he couldn't even sleep. And in verses 19 through 23, the king arose early that morning to go to the den of lions. And he cried out in a tone of anguish, declaring, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continuously, been able to deliver you from the lions? Then in verse 21, we witnessed a miracle. Daniel responds, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth, and they have not harmed me because I was found blameless before him and also before you. O king, I have done no harm. Daniel gives God the glory for the deliverance. Daniel was taken out of the den with no harm found on him because he had trusted God. And then we read the plot twist in verse 24. As God destroys Daniel's opponents by placing them into the den of lions themselves. But it wasn't only the men that maliciously accused Daniel, but their children and their wives. Before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and broke their bones in pieces. God is always in control and he is a God of justice. He fights on our behalf. We are able to trust and submit to him as he does the rest for us. Then the chapter ends with the king from yet another nation. What does he do? He honors God. Daniel's testimony impacted and proved the power of God as only God was able to help Daniel from the lions, as he can't be confined by his own creation. God can do anything. He is always in full control, even when it doesn't seem like it. We can't rely on natural, as we serve a God that can do anything supernaturally. Another thing that I believe has been overlooked Is how Daniel is connected to the coming of Jesus. See, in Genesis 27, verse 29, has prophesied the nations are bowing before Israel's God. And as prophesied, Israel will return to her homeland in the birthplace of the coming Messiah due to the influence of Daniel on Babylon's rulers which was Cyrus the Persian. The last ruler under whom Daniel served will begin to return the people of Israel to their homeland. Thus, the account of the lion's den with the poignant reminder that events have been set in motion for the coming of a savior who will defeat forever the enemy who prowls the earth like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And that verse can be found in first Peter 5 8. But do you see that? God is a God that puts everything exactly where it needs to be. He does everything with purpose. He used Daniel's life to eventually use Cyprus, the Persian, to send them back out to Israel. Everything is just so amazing about God. And just as Daniel trusted in God's faithfulness, we too can cling to hope and trust that God will intercede in our seemingly impossible situations. Remember, God's timing and plans may not align with our expectations, but he is always working for our ultimate good. So even in the face of uncertainty, let's hold on to hope, knowing that God's faithfulness will prevail. Today, as I was studying on how I would present Daniel's story, I was reading Romans. See, (laughs) my mouth is getting so dry, y'all. Romans is one of the books I am reading for Hope 30 Challenge, and let me tell you, The goodness of God. See, deep down, I understood the lesson of what God was speaking to me regarding my situation. My disbelief due to questioning God's purpose because of my friendship breakup caused me to lose hope. And without hope, I couldn't have faith in God's promises. Faith means full personal trust which I was lacking. God knew I was feeling this and I wanted to fix this, but I didn't even know how to ask as I didn't even know what I needed. What I needed was a resolution to my problem of disbelief and I needed to bring you all steps on how to regain hope when it's lost. And let me tell you, God delivered both my resolution and steps for you that I can sit here and present to you. Gosh, y'all, God loves us too much to leave us without solutions. And as I read Romans 5, it was no coincidence, but God's perfect timing and plan for me to choose this book for answers for us and to be God's voice confirming that I am here indeed to help women regardless of the circumstances I am facing. I need a drum roll here. I need to get one of those. Um, I forgot what they're called right now, but the ones that make the noise and like different sounds. Okay. Are you ready for this? So for Romans 5.3, it reads, But we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Tell me God didn't deliver this with a beautiful bow tie. He is giving us the recipe for hope. We can rejoice in our sufferings as they produce endurance, which is the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. Endurance then produces character, which character builds integrity, honesty, fairness, kindness and caring, empathy, responsibility, respect, perseverance, growth, trustworthy, just to name a few. Then character produces hope. Are you following me? Everything starts with our sufferings from our circumstances, trials, tribulations. God turns our rock bottom into victory. But God is so gracious. He doesn't just give us that, but he gives us hope that cancels shame. He gives us his love as it is poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who resides in us. I hope I am breaking that verse down for you. It is sobering that trusting in Jesus brings sufferings, but it is satisfying that those sufferings produce endurance, which produce produces proven character which produces confident hope and enduring and eternal care god's spirit gives god's love in abundance this is normal yet glorious life of gospel faith for this episode as we are working on hope 30 as our challenge this month I want to give you four key points from the story of Daniel and apply them into our lives. Firstly, I want to encourage you to read chapters 1 through 6 from Daniel as you learn more about his character and how God gave him the gift of visions and interpreting dreams, which led him to be favored and valued by Babylon's kings as they besieged Jerusalem. For key point number one, seek after God's heart. You may wonder, how can I seek after God's heart? And it starts with prayer. Time in the word and asking to hear him in unique ways opens the door to know him more. God was the central aspect of Daniel's life. His daily routine was to kneel in front of Jerusalem and pray to God three times a day. This is the exact reason why he was thrown into the lion's den. Nothing was more important than God. And this isn't how we should regard the one whose amazing grace rescues us on a daily basis. We are to love God with all of our hearts, our souls, and our minds. Not reducing God to only a part of our lives. God must be the focal point point of our lives as displayed by Daniel. For key point number two, use our influence. Every day as Christians, we are influenced by a great deal. Some negative, while others are good. As a result, we have the ability to influence others. Unfortunately, many Christians today They don't use their influence to further God's kingdom. It begins with an example. If people cannot tell Christians differently from the rest of the world, we have failed to take the first crucial step. Take a look at Daniel. After seeing Daniel saved from lions, King Darius rules that no one should worship anybody but the God of Daniel. Daniel used his influence in a positive and powerful way. Key point number three. It's going to be a little bit challenging, but it's a good one. Be patient in waiting. Hope requires patience in the willingness to wait for an answer, solution, or change. That waiting period is not punishment as many would think it is. Rather, It is a time for change within or work to be done. In Daniel's case, he waited on God to protect his life. I can envision Daniel praying and waiting on God to deliver him. Since what is being hoped for is not yet there, patience is required. This patience will yield blessings and reward in the process. We see God rewarded Daniel by prospering during the reign of Darius in Cyprus, the Persian. And for key point number four, which is the last one, it's don't waver or compromise during hardships. Daniel didn't waver when hardships arose. The Bible makes it abundantly plain that if we follow Jesus as we should, we will have persecution. And you can read more on this on John 15, 20. It's critical. We shouldn't capitulate or yield to the enemy's advances. We are to put on God's full armor so that we might repel the evil one's fire arrows and you can read on how to put God's armor in Ephesians 6:16. 6, in addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the evil one. Our primary goal like Daniel's should be whether or not we are serving and honoring God. Many lessons may be drawn from Daniel's life, that go far beyond his being thrown into a lion's den. He was a God-fearing servant who did not waver or compromise when adversity arose. He prioritized God in his life and he was rewarded for it. Many of Daniel's concepts can be applied to our daily lives today. I encourage you to think on Daniel's continuous examples of devoted servitude to God rather than just picture a guy sitting with lions the next time you hear his name. Hope in itself is the catalyst for victory. Abiding in hope means that you are choosing to abide and trust that God himself will work all things, not just some, for the good of those who love him and for his purposes in glory. In times where everything approves to be completely hopeless, we can confidently stand in the security that he has not finished working. We can seek his face for guidance and encouragement. We can list out his victories in the past. We can listen to the stories of those who have gone ahead with similar journeys. We can wait in the presence of the Lord and we can expect the unexpected blessings and works of God. The Lord works on your behalf for his best. So seek his heart and never lose the lifeline of hope. Thank you for listening, and I hope this has brought you what you need or possibly even answered some of your prayers. If this has helped you, please leave a review as this helps me get this out to more women and helps with the algorithm. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Becoming My Voice. I pray you have received encouragement from today's message. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so we can grow this community and empower other women. To stay up to date with Becoming My Voice and extra content, you can follow me on Instagram at Becoming My Voice. May the God of Hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope.